Welcome to today's episode on Life in the Front Office. I'm your host, Jake Hirschman, and this is part of the Florida Sports Management Series, Sports Business Insights from Gator Nation. And today we've got on Christy Badan, uh, the VP of Digital and Media for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and excited to talk with her a little bit about her journey, her path, and ultimately some of the insights from the digital media world in which it's constantly changing uh, on a daily basis and continuing to grow. So Christy, as you're continuing to evolve in your career, um, what are some insights or pieces of advice you'd have for others that, you know, are constantly, you know, that maybe, maybe their role is in digital media, they're okay with it, but they're looking at how do they use those skills to maybe evolve into something else that's going to be coming or, you know, a different realm of the media side as they, as they do evolve their career as you have. Yeah, I think the biggest takeaway for me or the biggest thing that's helped me evolve throughout my career is just constantly asking the questions of why, why you're doing the work that you're doing and understanding why the organization makes certain decisions and then how you can help impact them. Understanding the objectives before you put in the work. So early on, like I said, really did a lot of experience in learning about different roles in the industry, but what I found is I really preferred the like the strategic thinking and the ability to problem solve um, and the ability to problem solve and that coming up with different solutions uh, for each task at hand. And I think the way to go about doing that for me was asking the questions so that as you learn early on, you can continue to be proactive about what the business problems may be. Um, and so just in general, that that's always tends to be my advice for people is to just ask the why to be able to put yourself in those problem solving situations. And when you, when you say ask the why, I mean, obviously there's, there's a lot that goes into every problem solution, you know, week to week, but um, how do you go about asking the why? That's not always the easiest thing to do, right? And, and knowing how maybe someone's going to respond to when you ask why, right? That's the easiest and it definitely helps to be surrounded by people that can appreciate the questions, but I think it has to be done in a way that you're just trying to, you know, help your um, boss or leadership in the future. And so the more you can understand kind of the decision making that goes into um, any task at hand, the more you're going to be able to help them down the line. So as far as how to do it, um, just, you know, simply given a task, just you know, always with a smile, I'm happy to do this. Can you help me explain um, if you don't already know already what the what business problem this solves? And really trying to make sure you attack everything you do with understanding the business problem that you're trying to solve by doing it. And it could be something simple like get fans to like a tweet, but it could be, you know, something more in depth and 
with each project and each task that you're kind of taking on. You should, you should understand that. Yeah, there's always a there's always a why to everything, right? Even if it's even if it's small and you know it, it may it may not seem big, but sometimes the small the small things add up to kind of the bigger picture, right? If you understand mm -hmm. some of the smaller whys, maybe it answers a big why. Um, and as you think about you know the why, a lot of it's usually because of change, right? And mm -hmm. um, let's I'm gonna to, I'm gonna throw you a total curveball on this, and, and <laughs> as you know. Um, obviously being a parent working in a sports industry, <laughs> you know, not, not the easiest thing. Right. Uh, I, I can't, I can't relate, but I know that, uh, I know that you can, and you probably have some advice for, for those that are listening, you know, COVID, not COVID. Right. But just <laughs> parenting, uh, you know, being, being in the sports industry and continuing to, you know, move around as well. Yeah. So you heard the kids just now, is that, <laughs> Perhaps, perhaps that might have been a, a why to the question, but yeah. Look, I mean, uh, parenting's the best thing ever, and so I love the ability to be able to do to do that and to work. Um, I think I don't think I would be the same without both of those things. But yeah, tackling on both is is challenging, and so. I think it's just, you know, the advice is it's all about managing your time and, you know, being prepared to, you know, you might have to do pickup at four o'clock in a COVID world when they don't have school till six anymore, but um, you figure that out and get, get back on the computer after they go to bed and just uh, figure out how to manage your, your time accordingly. But it, it's, it's a task. What's what's one thing you've maybe picked up, you know, in the last six six to twelve months that maybe you wouldn't have uh, known about time management, you know, earlier on in your journey uh, that that might be able to help those that are early on, so they don't have to learn it. You know, every everyone goes through their cycles, right, of of when they learn mm -hmm. things. But if there was one piece of advice you had for those earlier on that you that you've just learned recently get your sleep because it's the most important thing. I mean, you got to figure out how to get it all done in a, in a short window of time. But if you're trying to manage your time on no sleep, then oh, it's tough. But uh, it is probably some, you know, waking up a little bit earlier, getting your day, your day planned, and um, then having that time um, in the evening to be able to kind of dive in and reflect on the day and go through the, the fire drill of items during the day. <laughs> and, and, you know, you're living in the media world, right? Which is, it's a 24 seven thing. It never stops. There's always something going on. There's a new tweet, there's a new this. And I mean, how do you, how do you keep track of all of it? I mean, <laughs> it seems yeah. like, you know, I don't know what your dashboard looks like, but I'm sure there's <laughs> a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've got some great processes in place internally, at least as far as sharing information goes. So if I don't come across it, someone on my team probably has um, that they're able to share. But it is, you know, I, I guess I've learned for better or worse a lot about multitasking. That probably is something that in the past six months I I always thought I was a good multitasker, but I've moved from like two things at once to sometimes three or four. And um, yeah, 
not always the best, but um, con being on Twitter and kind of consuming the information that comes through as far as how technology has evolved or, or, or new developments on platforms, I do feel like Twitter is probably my go-to platform for, for that um, type of business information. And, you know, as you're trying to not only keep track of what's going on on your end, right, you've got your, your own brand to control, but then there's also, you know, plenty of other stuff out there. Um, people that are setting the precedent from a, you know, best practices standpoint, or maybe mm -hmm. that yourself, or how are you constantly trying to yeah. learn while still staying on your own brand? Because that's ultimately mm -hmm. what you are. Right. No, it, it's, it's a balancing act because you'll, you'll have this whole plan in place, you know, heading into the season, you put all this into, okay, this is what we're going to do. Um, and then you'll see someone else do something and you're like, oh, that's cool. Like, how do you manage just like shifting what you've like focused on or put your focus on to like, um, to staying kind of true to yourselves. And so we've really tried to put a framework and process in place that is, you know, these are the things we're going to do. And here are the areas each week, especially in the season where we can have some flexibility and kind of pay attention to what some other teams are doing um, to push boundaries here or there, whether that's with different creative techniques or messaging techniques. Um, but really, but really, yeah, at the end of the day, staying true to kind of our brand and that there's definitely, you know, guardrails in place that you'll see other teams do things that you know we're just never gonna that's never gonna be us and so um how do we continue to push creative boundaries and you know unique um elements that our fans love while staying kind of in our our brand environment and so from a brand perspective you know obviously this year a little bit different you've got brady you've got gronk uh you you know there's some been some additions and changes around the culture a little bit but how do you, you know, how do you still stay true to the box as opposed, but at the same time, still evolve a little bit with some of the personalities that you have as well? Yeah, that's been really fun because, um, you know, having those personalities really can add to kind of the content you're able to create. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, the, the bucks are all about kind of this um, heartwarming, like, piratical is what we kind of is the phrase we use internally to really build on the that we are buccaneers we are that like we do have that cool pirate identity but heartwarming piratical like true to tampa organization and brand and so um that you know humor or whatever isn't in that spectrum you can you can still hit those hit those areas um while you know adding the some fun and playing off the personalities of your team. Um, and so it's, it, that's just been, you know, fun to have them in the mix and have, have new personalities in the mix, but still, um, yeah, still playing within the same kind of buck sandbox. <laughs> sure. Well, and, and, you know, as, as the digital and the media world evolves, um, what are some of the things that you're paying attention to, whether it's certain platforms or, um, you know, different types of engagement uh, that you're kind of keeping your eye on as, as things evolve and continue to shift. You know, you mentioned kind of being able to sink your teeth into the technology world, right? Mm -hmm. on, and how that experience enabled you to, you know, take on something else. Are there certain things that you're kind of keeping your eye on to, 
to look at from a digital media perspective? Yeah, I think some of the biggest things keeping our eyes on is kind of how we can evolve the the stadium experience from a from a technology standpoint. We've taken a couple steps that you'll see this year, but um, how can we really truly connect um, the member and the 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 ticket holder to um, to the bus and create a really cohesive experience? Things like um, you know AI messaging we're we're starting to get into, and you know and um, you know member like programs digital programs where we can kind of reward uh fans is something that i'm keeping my eye on and how we can kind of use our app or use digital technology to really um to really kind of like immediately benefit the the, the fan in a really turnkey way um <laughs> <laughs> it's all about you would think like the stadium right it's that it's that driveway to driveway experience in a sense right but in the technology world it's the 24 7 experience how do you kind of intertwine your fans with all the different mediums that you have in a sense right mm -hmm. yeah so, so yeah that stadium technology and then yeah how do we continue to uh reach the fan outside the stadium as well and keep them engaged beyond just that stadium going experience and now kind of nationwide as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and as you, as we wrap up the lesson, you know, one of the things that um, stuck out to me from, from your background perspective is how you've kind of been able to work within different spaces, right. And, and not just, you know, start with a team and, and move up the ranks with a team, right? It's kind of getting these different perspectives. Um, and I know, you know, you mentioned you had worked for Adam Zimmerman at one point who we've had on in, in this series and, um, you know, a great mind to learn from. And, and as you've been able to learn from a lot of different people in different areas around, you know, the industry, um, what's your advice for those who are trying to get their start somewhere, right, in the digital social media space, whatever it might be, but learn from someone who's got multiple perspectives to be able to, to learn as much as possible? Um, yeah, I think the advice beyond kind of the, the asking the questions is, is really just getting to know, to meet with different people and figure out what, not just what their job is on paper, but what the the day-to-day -day of the job entails to really understand kind of how it can play to your strengths or weaknesses. So like digital, digital media may sound like, great, this is all fun. You're creating, you know, TikToks all day or just putting out really cool videos and graphics. Like that could seem like the role on paper, but like day-to-day, -day, it's the project management, it's the understanding the objectives. And it, it's a, you know, my role in particular is very much a sit at your desk and computer and do emails and calls role. Whereas, you know, there's people who are in events or other, other roles in the sports industry that are kind of in the field and very hands-on and not behind a computer all the time. And so I think really understanding what individual roles entail day to day early on can help you identify where you, your strengths and weaknesses may lie. Um, but things like organization and project management, I, I feel like that probably carries, carries through multiple 
industries and that's kind of an area of focus that I would um, tell anyone early on to um, to, to try and fo to focus on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the it's interesting. You make a great point about kind of understanding what the role entails, right? Because someone may and look, this has happened plenty of times before. Someone gets in a role, and to your point, they're behind the computer, they're at their desk all the time. Maybe they aren't interacting with meetings as much as you know they would think, and uh, you know they get bored, right? Or mm -hmm. they're like, man, mm -hmm. I wanted to be on the field and do this or that, or you know, I wanted to be going out and selling and meeting with clients and all this sort of stuff. And so understanding yourself, um, what are some of the skills and or kind of uh, tangible things that people in the digital and the media space ought to have in order to be successful at kind of, you know, what you do on a day-to-day -day basis? Yeah, I think it is really that, that project management, that proactivity of understanding the landscape and being able to pair um, an objective with an idea. So it definitely, it takes, it takes creativity in a, a number of ways and it takes kind of for, forethought and um, the ability to really uh, try and come up with un unique solutions for, for each person at hand. And I'm trying to think like every, like, for Buck specifically versus kind of other other past jobs, the digital and media space in general, it, it, it's staying on top of the technology and it, what's working on each platform and um, what resonates with, with consumers and kind of paying attention to that data and using that data to make decisions. So I do think it's a lot of learning and, uh, you know, research and then as well as kind of project management and organization and creativity. Well, and, and you worked with a couple of brands early on, right? You mentioned Verizon and I mean, you could also learn all this stuff from the brand side too, right? Mm -hmm. And what you get engaged with and then eventually take it to a team or a, you know, a network or an agency or something like that, right? Oh yeah. You absolutely don't have to start in one there. It's all, you can go from one to the other. I think that's been the beauty of one of my careers that I have hopped around. I will say starting in an agency was probably one of the best things that I did do because you got to learn, you know, you're working on so many projects and you can see how the brand side is being serviced or, or a property. If you kind of work at an agency where property consulting is involved and you can, you can learn so much about every aspect of the sports industry when you when you work at a full service agency and so I, I loved that aspect of starting my career out and it was one of the things one of the places that I learned the most all right last question for you best place you've lived so far yeah well if you had asked me this three years ago I probably would have said Chicago I'm never leaving Chicago this is forever I'm, I'm I'm a Chicago person you know I'm from Michigan I'm a Michigander at heart but I have to say sorry about that I have to say that from um since moving to Tampa especially Tampa with a family I I don't know if it gets better than than living here um in that aspect so we love it um it's been great with kids and so I'm gonna I'm gonna put Tampa on the list for for now from a post-children, 
parent, Christy, but from a, you know, pre all that Chicago. <laughs> Lou, Lou Malnati's is that, are you getting frozen pizzas shipped down, kind of your little <laughs> Chicago? Is that, is that right. Uh, I do, like, I miss just being able to walk outside and, and go to a different bar or restaurant every, you know, just having that at your fingertips and being able to walk everywhere. Um, it's definitely a mess, but I do not miss the winters. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely, you definitely uh, escaped that one in, in Tampa. Um, yeah. We really appreciate your time, your insights, your thoughts uh, and advice around, you know, your journey in the sports industry and, and ultimately uh, joining us for this, this, this series with University of Florida Sports Management Program, Sports Business Insights from Gator Nation. Uh, it's where it all started for you. So appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, no, thank you. Go Gators.